Mr. Smith Talks Triathlon, episode 67. Performance is a habit, not a 12-week plan. Mr. Smith Talks Triathlon, practical triathlon advice for everyday athletes. Hey everyone, Gerard here. Now, this week's uh, podcast, it may be a bit more conceptual than practical. Not sure. Let's see as we go into it. The The title that we started with, Performance is a Habit, Not a 12-Week Plan. Now, there's a good chance that I might have stolen that uh, that term, that line from someone. I honestly can't remember, but it popped into my head recently after I've had some discussions uh, from, from athletes outside the team, and some sorry some requests from people outside the team and generally along the lines of oh can you give me a 12 week plan to achieve a pb and when i get those it, it it's a tough one because sure i could write a pretty good tough 12 week plan um but it's not going to guarantee a uh, a pb because a true peak it doesn't come in a 12 week training plan Okay. In fact, to be honest, uh, the, the training plan itself is only a really small contributor to a true peak performance. The very, very biggest contributor to a true peak performance is consistency over time. And we're talking months to years. And if I think about the people that I have coached, that I have seen, who have really developed as athletes, is they've had that dedication to it over a very long period okay so one of the things about being consistent is I really feel like you need habits to help you do that because just blindly following training plans week in week out for years on end it uh, it can get a bit tedious okay but again coming back to it, it's not just the training so I often say to people that the the biggest things you can do for your performance come from outside of the training and that's really really um, appropriate for most age groupers out there okay so let's have a think about if, if we put the training plan aside what are the, the habits and the things that are going to lead to you achieving a true peak performance well number one has to be having a specific goal okay not just our oh, I'd like to do a bit better or um, yeah, I'd like to get a PB. Like how much are you trying to step up? Really, what are you trying to achieve here? And, and any good goal, it should be big enough to really stretch you and to really scare you, but and to, to motivate you, not just put you off, not, not being that big, but having belief that even if it's a big goal, even if it's scary, that it is possible. Okay, so that's the very first thing is be be very clear about what your goal is. The the next thing then is to have the attitude of so the attitude that will let you be patient through the process and really enjoy the process. Because if you don't love training, if you don't love all the other things that go with it, it's gonna be really hard to to achieve that true peak. And a really good example, I think, is mowing the lawns, okay? 
if you've got a big backyard, then you can sit there and you can look at that and every week it can feel like an absolute chore to have to go out there and mow the lawns. Or you can go, okay, me out there for half an hour mowing the lawn backward and forward, I can get out there and I can just switch off my brain. I can just kind of engage with mowing the lawns, smell the grass, enjoy being out for a walk in the sun, those kind of things to help you enjoy the process rather than find it as a chore. And again, that that process is not just training, but it's all of the other bits we're going to talk about. Um, next thing, sleep. Everybody's got different needs with sleep, but I'm yet to see anyone who can achieve a true peak without getting plenty of sleep. Okay, Whether for you it's 10 hours or 7 hours or whatever it might be, but getting enough sleep on a consistent basis. So how do you do that? Well, habits and routines again. Okay, Consistent bedtimes. Thinking, but being very conscious of what you eat and how that impacts on your sleep. Um, using screens before bed. All of these things we've, we've read, we've been told that we probably all know, but putting them together into consistent habits to help improve your sleep. Another really big and obvious area in terms of habits is around nutrition. Okay, if you're if you're always busy, always disorganized, just grabbing things on the go um, because they're convenient, it's because it's what's at hand. That's never going to give you the best nutrition to fuel your body for the best performance. Okay, so planning nutrition, planning meals, being organized, having the right food in the house, all of these habits are going to help you eat better, help you perform better. Strength work is another area, something outside of the normal training plan that's really, really neglected by typical age groupers. We all know that it feels like an extra chore or something else to be added on or fitted in, so that's the thing that gets dropped first. But it's amazing how a little bit of strength work goes a long way. Okay, Get the, the right muscles engaged, get the core strong to hold your posture, be able to apply power in the right ways. It, it, it's so intangible because you don't directly feel and see the benefits of strength training in your day-to-day training. But over the long term, big, big difference come race day. Another area for, for habits is integration with life. And I really like this idea that we're not trying to balance work and life and training and all these things. To be truly successful with them, we have to integrate them. Okay, If we're trying to balance them, there's always conflicts between them. If you integrate them, they can work together. And, and be that as simple as being able to negotiate to go for lunchtime runs. Um, talking to your family about when's, when's important for training time, when's important for family time. Okay, how are we going to make both of these happen? Integration with life rather than just trying to balance and juggle everything. And then uh, another area, another habit, which is uh, I see neglected by people, is recovery. And at its most basic form, I see recovery being about when to push hard, when to pull back and take it easy. That's every 
training plan, every workout has some combination of those things, harder and easier sessions, intervals, days, weeks, whatever it is. But not letting them all blend into to one, being the same. Okay, So using those training zones, having variety in your training, but also knowing when is the time to push, when is the time to pull back. Okay, so look, a bunch of different things thrown at you there, but what ties them all together is that these are things outside of your swim, bike, run training. And if you can put as much focus and effort into these as you do your swim, bike, run, that's going to have a huge impact on what you can achieve. So so do stop thinking short term. Think long term about what you want to achieve, what you need to put into place for that. And, and do stand back and assess yourself that is performance already a habit for me? Maybe, to some degree, maybe not. Maybe partway in between. Everybody's going to be different. Um, but, but yeah, but are, there, are there some gaps, some areas where you can develop habits to support your performance? And, and in doing that, please remember, we're not trying to be perfect all the time. We're just trying to be consistent over time. And that comes back to right what we talked about at the start with consistency over time. That's the thing that I always see as the biggest contributor to people who are developing as athletes. There we go. Um, Perhaps a bit more conceptual. Hopefully something really practical in there for you. But uh, do take that time just to assess yourself. Decide what you need to do to build those habits for the future. 